I wonder if God's got a quilt like that. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What is up, Happy Lifers? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. We are on location right now from somebody's vehicle. Uh, I'm down here on a happy adventure, and then another happy adventure just broke out. I want to record that and get this on the podcast while it's still fresh, but I was down here with a friend who was going through some really difficult things in his life, so I came down to encourage him, be with him, pour life into him, and I realized that my friend, Lelia, lives down here. So, Lelia, welcome to Happy Life Studios. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I always get your name wrong. You're doing just fine. Yeah, you always call me Stevo because I'd call you Lelia. No, I'd say Lelia. And then you said that was wrong, and I got all confused. And I realized it was the emphasis, the, the wrong emphasis was on the correct syllable, and that's what messed the whole thing up. <laughs> Well, the name you just called me that last time was really good, so really? stick with that, that one. Close? Yeah, Lelia? yeah, perfect, all perfect. All right, all right. Met you this summer, right? It's crazy. Uh, a girl, an Iowa girl, that went up to Wyoming to meet somebody, and now lives in Texas. Was invited by someone from Wyoming to come to Wisconsin to come to a camp. <laughs> and weren't you, weren't you only supposed to be at Camp Danny for like one week? Yeah, just one week. And it ended up turning into the rest of the summer for you? Yeah, the rest of the summer. A whole whopping three weeks. <laughs> well, that's a long time in those conditions that the campground we're renting is a little bit... Uh, disabled? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And next year we're supposed to be in the new campground. We're only a building away, so that's going to be very exciting. You coming back for this next year? I sure hope to be able to. It's a really incredible place. Just watching, watching the way that the campers get to interact with their counselors and seeing the way that they open up throughout the week is just really, really neat to see. And all the things that Camp Daniel does to allow the campers to have an incredible week is just mind-blowing. So we decided to get together today for lunch. Yeah, we decided to get together for lunch, and now it's 7.58, and we've spent all afternoon having a good time encouraging each other, sharing different stories and just talking about the things that God has been doing in our lives and the different things that he's been teaching us. And it's turned into more than just lunch. It's turned into a time of, of just watching God work through encouraging each other. Yeah, and I, I came down here on a happy adventure, and all of a sudden a happy adventure broke out today. You know, we're birthing some new things, some new ministries that are, that are you know, for both of us that you might might even hear more of. Lelia, down the road here at Happy Life Studios, and, and you've got an incredible story, and I'm going to introduce you to the Happy Lifers down the road here, but today I just want to talk about the happy adventure that broke out. Yeah, we were sitting there having lunch, and then it was starting to get late, I says, well, either I need to go to the gym, or this older gentleman that I used to take care of is at a nursing home just a little bit down the road, and since I'm this close I was going to go down there and say hi to him. How did you get involved in his life? 
Um, his daughter invited me to come uh, take care of him once a week. So I'd just go to the house and cook a simple meal and we'd watch TV together and he would just tell me about his life and chat about what was going on and we just shared time together and ate supper together and laughed at the TV shows and just enjoyed being friends. That's pretty cool and and I knew um, my buddy down here was busy with business and so I was like, hey, can I come meet this guy? You know, and you were like, sure. So he went to go meet him. Yeah. Um, I felt awkward about inviting somebody else to go meet a random person at a nursing home, but <laughs> I especially someone as weird as, as me. Well, I should have known that Steve would have jumped right on an ap- opportunity like that to go meet somebody and spend time with them. Bob was so cool. Yeah, he was so cool. I mean, he's got a a, a, a picture on his wall called the the Fourteeners of Colorado or something. They're all, all the mountains that are fourteen thousand feet and higher. And uh, you asked him, like, how many of those have you climbed, Bob? He's like, well, I don't know. I'd have to see it. But I climbed most of them. Yeah. Like at least a dozen. And he's a, what did he say? He was a smoke jumper? Yeah. That's like someone who helps put out fires, right? Yeah. They literally jump out of airplanes. They go find the smoke. And when they find smoke, they jump out of the airplane towards where the smoke is. And then they go put the fires out. Oh, my goodness. And I I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there looking at this guy. You know, I think a lot of times... In American society, anyway, I don't know what it is in other cultures. I think in other cultures, they, they take care of their elderly a little bit better. I think that we put so much emphasis on being young and staying young. And, they, you know, that, that guys like Bob oftentimes will slide underneath the cracks, you know. Mm-hmm. But as you were listening to Bob, boy, that guy's got some stories to tell. Oh, yeah. All kinds of stories. He's got this cool quilt on his wall that he stares at. Mm-hmm. It has all of his family on there, his his daughters and their children and their children and and it's just interesting to see this guy that's you know older and he's lived such a good life and stuff but he looks at that quilt and he says that quilt reminds me to pray for my family wow and that's really encouraging to hear he even said you know this quilt could this quilt could change this place yeah um just the reminder that it is to him to pray for people and just a reminder of the importance of family and sticking together and what family means. It's right. a pretty neat thing. And, and, and it's kind of cool because you said, you know, the guy that runs the home came into his and saw that, came into his room and saw that. And now he wants his daughter, because his daughter, Bob's daughter, made that quilt, you know, with the whole family heritage on there. And, and all these circles that interlap with each other, you know, interlink with each other on the quilt, representing how our lives cross each other. I mean, I wonder if God's got a quilt like that. <laughs> when he's up in heaven and he looks about how even I came down here to be with my friend and to pour some life into him. And in t- return, he's been pouring life into me and taking me hunting and, and been hanging out with each other. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I met Lelia at, at camp. And all of a sudden, we go out and grab something to eat. And then we spend the rest of the day where how else would God bring someone from Seattle down to Texas to meet, meet a guy at a, at a home? You know, and I wonder if God ever sits back and looks at the quilts of all, the, all our lives that interact, all the circles that interact with each other. Yeah. And then he thinks about us. Like Bob thinks about his family and he prays about his family. He said he actually had someone come in. He came in one time and there was a, a pin there on the table right in front of that quilt and a couple of dollars. And he feels that he thinks that somebody came in and took pictures of his quilt and left him a couple of dollars there. But he, it, it's like it's caused all this interest, you know. And I, I also think about those that would just have like a, a blank sheet right there. 
Oh. Think about that. Oh, wow. That's a crazy thought. Right? Like, Bob has that because of what? His daughter made it for him. Yeah. And it's prime central spot. I mean, when he goes to bed, when he wakes up, when he sits at the table, it's all right where that quilt is. So he's always thinking about family. Mm-hmm. But there's other people in there. Do they have family that has made something like that for them? Do they have family that's in their life? Do they have family that's that's connected with them? And I think sometimes we just tend to downplay people when they get older, and yet they're people that have a story. And they might not be able to talk now or be able to get around now. And they might, you know, he even showed us his band. He says, yeah, this says I have dementia. But boy, he had all these memories. He said, I can remember when I was 17 years old, but I can't remember what I, what I did an hour ago. You know, I'm like, well, I can relate to that, you know. <laughs> Yeah. That's a crazy thought, though, that the people in our lives interact with us in ways that put quilts on our walls, but also the way that we interact with people mm. um, makes them to want to be part of our quilt. Right. And, yeah, we need to let people into our lives, but we also need to be the kind of person that, that people want to interact yeah. with. Right. Because those circles didn't just touch each other, they overlapped each other. And in that part where they overlapped, that's where a name was. Uh. Or someone was birthed. You know, someone, there's a living human being because this circle crossed over this circle. And there's things like today when we're having lunch, I mean, we're just dreaming. In fact, I had a guy send me a text today, he just said, like, he's getting all these words in his head that he thinks that God is, wants to, I started asking him if he felt like God wanted to share these words with me. And you know what one of them said? It was purpose. The other one says dreams, and that didn't make any sense to me until right now as I'm thinking about this. As our lives interact with each other at Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Or as B-dubs, as I like to affectionately call it, right? Uh, yeah. One of my favorite places to eat. Um, but our lives overlapped each other, and from that, new things that are being created out of that. I think it's just when we don't just touch other lives, but when we overlap them. For instance, you know, when you said you're going to go see Bob today, I could have been, oh, that's great. You know, tell him I said Hi. Our circle, my circle would have just touched his circle. But when I said, can I come with you? And you're like, and you allowed me to, even though you're thinking this might be kind of weird, you know. But Bob opened up to me. Bob is a pretty cool dude. Yeah. You know? And because of that, you know, I'm asking him questions. I'm speaking to him. Who knows what is in that little part of the circle where our two lives intersected. But I know something was there because that's how life works. Mm, yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, that's pretty cool that you got to come and that you got to meet Bob. And actually, you pulled stories out of him that I haven't heard before. Really? Yeah. So I've had a lot of opportunity to hear a lot of different stories, and many of them he repeats. But it's very interesting how different people will pull out different stories right. from each other. And so I learned stuff about Bob today that I would have never known if you hadn't been there and he hadn't felt like telling you that particular story wow. for whatever reason. That's cool. And it was funny, too, because I, I kept thinking, he just sat down and started talking to me. And I'm like, he knows you. He just met me. But, boy, he's telling me all these stories. And, man, he, he was a little, he's an honorary one, too, boy. He's talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How this place is, you know, it's poorly managed and they leave lights on. And I understand why they leave the lights on. So people come in that room and watch TV. But he thinks that that's a waste of energy, you know. So when he, he sneaks around and turns off all the lights and <laughs> he says, they're probably going to kick me out of here. What was that story? He was in another nursing home, right? Yeah. And what happened there? He got bored. And so he just left. He snuck out of a fence and just walked out. And he walked up to the highway, and then he called the police. <laughs> Thinking that they'd take him to his home, not back to the nursing home. Right. Hoping that they'd take him back to his little house. And then they took him somewhere else and basically admitted him back into a hospital again. 
and he ended up back at the at the mm-hmm. nursing home again. And he was a little disappointed. He thought he'd got his ticket to freedom. And, <laughs> and then nope. he says, and I'm not sure how to get out of here yet. He said, which scares me a little bit. <laughs> but he said, if a person really wanted to, there'd be a way. And then as he's taking us around the whole place, it's funny. He's reading all the posters on the wall, you know, and he's just so excited to show us the whole place. It was so cool to just let him share his story. All we had to do is be quiet and ask a question here and there. But he just, his circle way overlapped ours. But he, he'd keep going to a door and they would say, excellent. He says, now, if you push this... <laughs> The alarm, I think, goes off in there. But if you had to get out, you know, you could or whatever. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. I like this guy a lot. Mm. I like guys that push it like that. I like guys. But to be honest, I mean, I think he's just bored there. Yeah, I think so, too. So I think it was a good part of our adventure today just to be able to take a little bit of our time away from other things that we could have been doing and just go sit with Bob and listen to Bob and give him a chance to tell a story and give him a chance to have an experience that broke up the the uh, monotony of his day and just share a little bit of love with him by sharing our time with him, by allowing our, our circles to overlap. And maybe to us it was a little bit meaningless to be shown different pictures on a wall and whatnot, but to spend that time with Bob and to learn from him and to know that we're giving him a chance to, to teach us giving him a chance to have some purpose in his life by interacting with us that made a big difference in him and it showed him love and it enriched our lives also yeah i mean because he said when you get to be my age you know there's not a lot of stuff to do i try to find stuff to do he's got a journal that he writes down everything and he had it written down when you visited him last yeah a couple months ago and he had it written down oh here she she came in at eight o'clock and and mm-hmm. you know lelia came and visited me and and so the guy just needs you know he was just sitting there watching some old western on tv with a bunch of we walk in and he gets up and shows us around and i don't think it's ever meaningless or a waste for us when we give somebody else honor you know, and here was a, a man that has a story, but to have a story, you need to have somebody else have ears to hear it. Oh. And that's kind of what Happy Life Studios is about. We want to take people's stories, but for there to be a story, there has to be an audience. There has to be somebody listening. There has to be someone paying attention. And today, he took us in his room, and he just, we just sat there, you know, and he talked and talked. And he says, well, you guys want to check it out? And so we, then we walked around, and we're reading old posters on the wall. And But we just brought Bob Happy. But I don't know who got touched more there, Bob or us. Kind of reminds me a lot like Camp Daniel. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because as we interacted with each other, all of us were made happy by interacting with each other. Right, right. Our circles overlapped each other. And something happens in that moment when our circles overlap. If they just touch, that doesn't leave a space. I wish I could show you in my mind what's going on. But if circles just touch, it doesn't leave a space. But when circles overlap, there is that like that eyeball shape in there. That's a mm. space that something can happen. And when we overlap our lives with somebody else's life by listening mm-hmm. or by asking questions, you know, uh, by encouraging or, or giving happy, we create a pocket for something to happen in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know Bob, obviously, better than I do. You've known him for quite a while. How long have you known Bob for? A um, year, year and a half. Okay. And what what do you think that did for Bob today? He really enjoys being able to tell his story, and he really enjoys getting a chance to, to bless other people. And I think he really enjoyed being able to share a little bit of his life with us, because it gave him a chance to interact with us and to to share with us things that we didn't know before and just gave us a chance to learn something from him 
And I think that means a lot to him. Yeah. Because he enjoys, he enjoys being able to share his wisdom with other people. Yeah. It was like he was walking around that place like it was his place. Yeah. And he's showing, well, I, I kind of want to show you the cafeteria, but I guess it's closed. And he's showing us every room, and they're all the same tables with these cool chairs in there but they're basically but he wanted to show us all the rooms man he wanted to and we do crafts in here and we do you know i think he's he's bored because they you said that that like they've kind of invented activities for him right because yeah. he has so much energy yeah and yet they have a karaoke night and he's like but there's 11 people in there and seven of them are sleeping you know <laughs> he's like, yeah he wants i guess he wants to have a live audience when he sings but I thought there too, and he's he's like they should come up with with crafts for them. But you know, when they're sitting there listening to him sing, even though they're sleeping or maybe not sleeping, right? Ah. Uh, but his circle is overlapping their circles when he is singing to them. I don't think he knows that because he just wants them to be awake while he sings, you know. But mm-hmm. so we're making a difference in Bob. Well, Bob is making a difference in others, and 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 happy life. Or that's what you do with us, and that what hopefully we do with you. And that's kind of the point. Our lives need to not just touch each other, but you know, you and your neighbor, or your houses, your property touches each other. But it's when you go further than that, you talk to them you start a conversation with them you ask them questions how was your day today what's your favorite thing what's your you know what do you like to do the most things like that our lives at that point our circles begin to overlap each other and we we leave a pocket for something cool to happen like once today yeah it turned into a happy adventure i was down there on a happy adventure and a whole other happy adventure broke out so i want to thank you for that Lilia. Well, you're very welcome. You uh, brought an adventure to my life, too. It was pretty cool. And I, I think some of the stuff that we talked about today that, that God might take you on um, and even be a part of Happy Life Studios down the road yourself. I mean, it's pretty exciting. Although I don't want to let the, the cat out of the bag. I don't want to let the dream out of the bag yet. But our, our lives overlapped and we created a pocket for God to do something in, for God to create something in. And I think that that's just important, that we make sure that our lives overlap the other people around, not just merely touch, but overlap. So we create a, a, a pocket for God to do something. I think you're right on. And I, I think it's fantastic that we go and we see Bob's quilt. And from seeing his quilt and seeing a physical reminder of, of how our lives interact and overlap, we can then apply that same idea to our lives and take away a whole lesson from that. Exactly. And that we need to go out and let our lives overlap and create space for God to do incredible things. As well as, I think, create quilts for other people. That quilt is maybe just a blank sheet on the wall because they don't have anyone interacting with them. Mm, maybe they're yeah. not socially able to interact. Like we see a lot of people at Camp Daniel, incredible people, but socially they don't have the social skills to speak to a lot of people. But at Camp Daniel, when you start to talk to them, mm-hmm. you overlap. And they something that births inside of us You know, when, when we do that. Mm-hmm. And you got other people that might not have the, the, the social status or the, the, the money or the we, – we look at a lot of people. They may be you know, um, in an area of life that we would, we would not want to be around or we would still stereotype them or whatever and or they might be homeless or they who knows whatever the case may be right but they have a story to tell and we got to create quilts for those that maybe just have a sheet on the wall because nobody is willing to overlap them let alone come close enough to touch them Mm. you know we see that that person on the side of the road begging for money for for food tonight and we just drive by or we might give them a few dollars or something like that but i think what they really want is interaction. We talked about that today at lunch, right? Yeah. You know, talk about that yeah. for a second. When you come in contact with people, you can either just kind of say hi and go on, or you can take some time to interact with them. And, I mean, again, that just gives an overlap of our lives, and that creates space for things to happen again. But it 
it's so much more meaningful to take some time to interact and just to kind of see how things play out. It can be a little awkward. It can be a little weird. It can be a little scary. But just to take the time to interact, and when you do, so it always it always kind of morphs and changes, and it turns into more than it was at the beginning. And if you just do something quick and walk away, there's no chance for things to happen. But when you begin to interact with somebody, you can begin to see how that's changing their life, and then you walk away and you begin to realize how it's changed your life, too. Yeah. Just because... You've taken the time to acknowledge that you're both human and you both have value. Yeah. And it might be a situation where neither person seems to have value. But when you interact with each other, yeah. you give each other value. I think we're missing out a lot. Yeah. You know, and I think when we interact, our lives overlap. And when our lives overlap, we create a pocket for God to birth something into, for God to do something special in, and then our lives are better because now I've shared part of my life with you, you shared part of your life with me, and we walk on, you know, the rest of the day just a better person because all of a sudden we've interacted with someone and not just merely came up next to them, but we actually interacted with them, so then our lives overlapped when we created a pocket for God to plant something. Yeah, and once it's planted, it keeps growing. Yeah. So something little happens today, and you come back a couple days later, and it's it's bigger. And you come back a year later, and it's even bigger. And maybe all you did was plant the seed. Yeah. And who knows what kind of impact that can have on a person, and what what will come from the thing that God planted because you created space yeah. for something to be planted. And think about the times that people have done something for you, and it lifted you up and encouraged you. The rest of the day, you were happier. And think about the people that you influence the rest of the day because that person influenced you made you feel better and all of a sudden now you're so it just it's like the circles you know we talk about the circles overlapping it's like the circles in a pond that just keep getting bigger and bigger Ah. and and overlapping with more and more people and then they're they're you know there's also overlaps and gets bigger and bigger like two two pebbles you throw two pebbles in two different parts of the pond right Mm -hmm. and pretty soon those keep overlapping and overlapping and overlapping and just something beautiful comes out of that so mm-hmm. thanks Lelia for letting me interview you for this thing and yeah, having lunch bet. with me today and let me go meet a hero let me go meet a man with an amazing story man mm-hmm. I liked Bob and so Bob this one is for you Lelia is there anything that you else that you'd like to say to the the happy lifers before we head out here yeah don't run away from interaction because it seems awkward just engage and then have fun with it and you will be happy too. I love that word engage. That's good. Thank you, Happy Life. I hope that helps. Thanks for listening. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Mm, I couldn't have said that better myself. Steve <laughs>